Nigeria's inflation rate hits an 18-year high, while Botswana's inflation rate eases to a nearly three-year low. From over 1,000 cities and 126 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Rithadong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Rithadong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The global textile industry is undergoing long-term transformation because of climate change. Nearly 100 billion units of new clothing are produced each year across the world, while the industry is worth more than a trillion US dollars. Yet, there is growing awareness of the industry's environmental impact. 10% of all global carbon emissions are generated from the textile production. That is more than the total for aviation and global maritime combined. In the last decade, the average number of times that a garment is worn has declined from 200 times to an average of 160. Now, the global focus on climate change has led to greater investment in the circular economy. Professor Patrick Diamond of Queen Mary University of London in this episode talks about the role the second-hand clothing industry can play as a core sector within the circular economy. Yeah, so I think the first point to make is that, in a sense, second-hand clothing is already relatively green in terms of the way that it operates as a sector because what we're doing is we're reusing textile materials rather than producing new material and that in itself is inherently good for the environment because essentially what we need to do in the world is we need to get people to use clothes far more than they do before those clothes are considered no longer usable um we have a textile production chain you will have heard of the concept of fast fashion where the general mindset is that people will buy clothes that they will only use a few times before discarding them and then buying new clothes. This, of course, is extremely harmful for the environment. And the reuse of clothing is an intervention which um, obviously uh, reduces that negative environmental impact. I think in terms of greening the secondhand clothing sector further, of course, there's always more that we can do. Um, I think one way of further greening the sector is to make sure that we can reuse clothes even more often than we do at the moment, which means um, that we need to have good systems for collecting and sorting clothes that have been discarded so that more clothes can be put back into the reuse chain. I think that's critical. Also thinking about the way that these clo- uh, clothing uh, items are distributed Are we reducing the environmental impact as far as possible? For example, how far the goods are traveling? I think one advantage of having more sorting centers in East Africa would be that we could potentially reduce the impact on the environment in terms of the distance that these goods are having to travel. So I think we can further green the industry from where it is now. But it's important, I think, to reiterate that secondhand clothing is already inherently beneficial for the environment. How can the second-hand industry generate employment and well-paid green jobs in an era of high unemployment across East Africa? Yeah, so I think there's more that we can do to increase skill levels. So the second-hand clothing distribution chain involves lots of skilled roles, um, from preparing the clothes themselves for sale through to operating shops and marketplaces and selling the clothes on to consumers um, doing the sorting, doing the pricing, doing the administration. A lot of secondhand clothing is sold through very small businesses, so individual traders or uh, traders operating with maybe one or two members of staff. And so I think there's more that we can do to boost business skills, um, enable people to run more efficient businesses, as well as increase skill levels in terms of handling the clothes themselves, creating 
more roles around warehousing and the skills that are associated with that in terms of um, driving forklift trucks and so on. So I think throughout the supply chain, there are lots of opportunities to create more skilled jobs and also to invest in people's skills, which will be, I think, a key way of professionalizing, as you say, the, um, the secondhand clothing distribution chain. And also, I think, professionalizing it in terms of enabling more people to create businesses which then can employ more people because at the moment secondhand clothing tends to be sold through single traders who operate their own business but don't employ very many people um, if these businesses can grow then of course it will be good for job creation but also good for the business owners who'll be able to create more businesses um, so you know I think there's yeah there are multiple opportunities to professionalize further this sector um, I think the key route to that is obviously um, investing in and, and improving skills and a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Bank of Uganda decided to reduce its benchmark interest rate for the first time since June of 2021 to 9.5% from 10% during its meeting on August 15th after inflation rates fell below its target, aiming to stimulate economic activity. Uganda's annual inflation eased for the sixth consecutive month to 3.9% in July of 2023, down from 4.9% in June, marking the lowest reading since March 2022. And a quick trip around Africa, South Africa's unemployment rate came at 32.6% in the second quarter of 2023, slightly lower than the market expectations and the previous period's 32.9%. It's the lowest rate since quarter one of 2021, as the number of unemployed persons decreased by 11,000 to 7.9 million and employment grew by 154,000 to 16.3 million. Meanwhile, the labor force increased by 143,000 to 24.2 million. Among sectors, job gains were mainly from construction, trade and community and social services. In contrast, decreases in jobs were reported from manufacturing, finance and transport. The expanded definition of unemployment, which includes those discouraged from seeking work, was 41.2% in quarter two, down from the prior 42.4%. The youth unemployment rate measuring job seekers between 15 and 24 years dropped to 60.7%, 1.4 percentage points lower compared to quarter one. Early stage investment company Founders Factory Africa has secured an additional 114 million US dollars in funding to scale its model to better serve founders across the African technology ecosystem. The additional support from the nonprofit Mastercard Foundation and Johnson and Johnson Impact Ventures and Impact Fund within the Johnson and Johnson Foundation follows on from previous investments into Founder Factory Africa by Standard Bank, Small Foundation and Netcare. The support will enable the investment company to scale its model and better serve technology startups and founders across the African continent. Since its inception in 2018, the company has catalyzed a trajectory of 55 tech startups across the continent. The additional Founders Factory Africa's hybrid investment model of combining capital and operational support and will help the early stage investor further iterate this model by becoming sector agnostic in its investment with founders who prioritize business fundamentals and will also double down on addressing the gender imbalance in the ecosystem. The annual Inflation rate in Nigeria accelerated for a sixth month to 24% in July 2023, the highest since September of 2005, compared with forecasts of 23.7%. The biggest upward contribution came from the cost of food and non-alcoholic beverages, namely oil and fat 
bread and cereals, fish, potatoes, yam and other tubers, fruits, meat, vegetable, milk, cheese and eggs. Compared to the previous month, the CPI soared 2.9% after a prior 2.1% hike in June. Additionally, the core inflation, which excludes Volatile items rose slightly to 20.5% in July on a year-on-year basis from 20.3% recorded in June. The annual inflation rate in Botswana eased for a third consecutive month to 1.5% in July of 2023, the lowest level since August of 2020, from 4.6% in the previous month, mainly attributed to substantial cost reductions in transport, along with slowdowns in furniture and household equipment, housing utilities and health. Food inflation also saw the smallest increase in 13 months. On a monthly basis, consumer prices fell by 0.7%, reversing a 0.2% gain in June. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com, and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial, and you can find me at Withadong. 